Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Week 15 in the Steel City Underground WTF podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So we've had an interesting Week 15. For me, this was a good week for quarterbacks who are trying to revive their career, meaning a.k.a. the backups. They're trying as hard as they can to say, hey, I can still play in this league. Well, who did that? Well, one would be Joe Flacco. He beat the, the Bears 2017. He had some fourth quarter magic. They were actually trailing 17 to 7. And if anybody doesn't know, he's now a Brown. And in the fourth quarter alone, he threw 212 yards. So if, is that impressive? Yes. I read a stat off of NFL.com that said that is the most by any Browns quarterback. And let's face it, they've had many in any quarter since 1991. And the most by any player in the fourth quarter in any game uh, this season or last season. So just so you know, um, not excited about that, but I mean, you know, they're doing what they have to do and the Steelers aren't, but more on that later. Drew Locke also capped a big week for quarterbacks. He, ac- he actually came out of nowhere. He beat the Eagles with a game-winning 29-yard touchdown pass to Smith-Najigba, Smith and it was just with 28 seconds left in the game. He also had a huge fourth quarter Um, He had 112 yards that he threw, and this is because Geno Smith, although active, was out with a groin. So for those two quarterbacks, I mean, shoot, what the football and those teams as well. It just kind of lets you know that any given, I want to say Sunday uh, or Monday, you just never know what can happen. So let's just talk a little bit about the Eagles over the Seahawks. So Jalen Hurts came into the game, and he was sick. So I don't know if it was stomach flu or flu-like symptoms or what it was, but he was having a really tough time with his accuracy. He had a terrible fourth quarter, was picked off twice. And so a lot of people are saying, what are you doing? Because he struggled through the air quite a bit. Now he did rush for the team high 82 yards. He also had two touchdowns, but he just really had a tough time. So that wasn't great. And then the Seahawks, again, of course, um, with their Drew Locke, uh, leading them for that win. It was interesting because they had an interesting ground run. They didn't get um, more than 186 yards. They didn't get up to 100 yards. But with Drew Locke, he was doing what needed to get done. So there you go. So that was a, a definite upset on Monday Night Football. Um, Houston over Tennessee, that was interesting, 1916. We're also probably going to have another quarterback change um, that looks like it's going to be in, ten, in uh, Tennessee, I should say, looks like Ryan Tannehill is going to come back uh, and be the quarterback this next week. So we'll see what happens. But nine losses for Tennessee. They're now, you know, headed to their second straight loss, a st- second straight losing se- season. And for those of you that are complaining about the Steelers, we're not there yet. I'm not saying we won't get there, but we're not there yet. Notice how I keep putting things in there for the Steelers. So, and how did Houston win? With Case Keenum. Now, he wasn't perfect, but C.J. Stroud was out. But again, backup quarterbacks getting the job done. I wonder if the Steelers can do that after three losses. I keep <laughs> I keep referring back, so you're probably saying, Terry, what the football? 
Uh, New Orleans over the Giants. Yeah, the hype on some of the the backups, Tommy DeVito. Um, yeah, it's just not going to happen. But when you when you look and see what happened offensively, Derek Carr, he was pretty efficient there, but he was okay. But it was Alvin Kamara who actually carried the offense on that one. Carolina looked like a baseball game, 9-7 over Atlanta. Uh, the Falcons could not have played worse. They had a total meltdown by really some ugly turnovers in the second half. Uh, their star running back, Bijan Robinson, had a fumble. Uh, Desmond Ritter throwing an interception after Atlanta had driven down inside the 20-yard line of Carolina. And it was a terrible mistake by the quarterback. And he always makes these mistakes. So it'll be interesting to see who they go with moving forward. They said they're not really sure who the uh, quarterback will be for Week 16. Tampa Bay over Green Bay. Yeah, Jordan Love just didn't didn't have it. He was okay. But, you know, he and his teammates were just 2 of 5 in the in the red zone which was a key factor in the loss. And again, he also had a fumble in that game. So they did not play well. But you know what? The Bucks, like Baker Mayfield, I have a feeling he might get a contract extension in Tampa. So we'll see what happens there. 34-20 over Green Bay. Miami and the Jets. Oh, man. Let's just give the Jets an F right now. It was announced this week that even though Aaron Rodgers is going to be uh, deactivated. I think he was actually activated today as of this recording. He's not coming back and playing behind this line. He was waiting to see if they'd even squeak into the playoff contention, but they've now been eliminated. And Zach Wilson, he was even out of the game before halftime and they replaced him with the backup. And they're, I mean, 30 to zero. I mean, even Dolphins were shorthanded. They didn't have uh, Tyreek Hill. And, you know, Jalen Waddell had to pick up the slack, and he went off for 142 yards and a touchdown. So I don't know what's going on in at the Jets, but it would be it would be a tough locker room, I think. So we'll wait till we talk about the locker room for the Steelers. See, I did it again. Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're not playing well, but they, they won over New England, as the Steelers should have. Um, but there was a good chance they could have, you know, lost that matchup because they were on a two-game losing streak. But let's face it, they're dealing with the the Patriots, who are 3-10, and 10, and it was Bailey Zappi at the helm. But when you're dealing with um, Kansas City, you've always got Patrick Mahomes in there. But again, Kadarius Toney, uh, he had a weird drop that banked off somebody, and there was an interception at the very wrong time. And then also there was a problem with just a great um, play that would have that brought the Kansas City back, but it was negated because of something that happened with um, the offsides again with Kanzarius Tony. So, you know, and what was the what was the penalty for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid for making comments the week before against the um, the referees? They got a hundred thousand dollars for Andy Reid. He knows better. And then fifty thousand for Patrick. It's it's you know it's not good. Buffalo thirty one ten over Dallas. They're coming back. They are coming back. So they they've had a really tough time even trying to make the playoffs. But now that two teams have been eliminated in the AFC East, I think they're they've got an option. So they've got a chance, and that's going to be interesting to see. San Francisco, in my opinion, San Francisco is the best team right now in the NFL. They've got Brock Purdy. They've got Christian McCaffrey. 
and they're just a machine. They just can't be stopped, and they absolutely terrorized Cardinals defense and had uh, a pick six by Javarius Ward. Just a, an amazing game, and 45 points they put up over Arizona, who actually did score um, 29, but some are garbage points at the end. So just a, a crazy team that is, and I think they are definitely going to be contenders. There's no question to me as far as, um, you know, wh- who's going to be there at the end. Rams over Washington, nobody's surprised about that. But I want to, I, you know, I'm, I'm bummed about the last-minute heroics in, you know, Cleveland because we could have absolutely – um, we, when I say the Steelers, yes, I, you know, we, we had a shot in, and I know we're not supposed to be hopeful on what everybody else is doing because we actually, uh, had an opportunity to get three games ahead there, but it, it's, yeah, they won. And so now it's, it's really up to us to figure out what we can do. Cincinnati won 27, 24 over Minnesota in overtime, which just totally sucks because again, they're, they're, we're last in the AFC now and with Indianapolis 30 over uh, 13 over Pittsburgh on a Saturday and we play again on Saturday for week 16. It's just, it's just depressing. You know, what's happening right now in the Steelers. First of all, we had a terrible penalty called, uh, against one of our, our great defenders and our starting safety Killebrew and Arcasium, sorry. And now he's suspended for the rest of the season. And then we have more injuries to Micah Fitzpatrick, our other starting safety. So you know they're going to have to put, he's out, he was out in that race, and and it looks like he's out uh, this next game. And so Patrick Peterson, the old guy, uh, you know, defense back, he's going to have to play some safety. But it's just really unfortunate because then we've also got George Pickens, who has so much talent, but he didn't fight for a ball, which would have made a difference. And he's all about those combat catches. And he didn't make one that seemed a lot easier than the ones he's made. But when Warren was running down towards the end zone, he jumped over a player instead of making a block for Warren, for Jalen Warren. And his response this week was that he didn't want to put, pull a tank down and get injured. Wow. Wow. If that's how you feel that you're playing so you don't get injured, it just reminds me a little bit of the holdout from Le'Veon Bell and just some of the the players that are not about their team. Now, I understand you want to protect yourself, but to p- protect yourself by not giving any effort, there's ways to do that, and then there's ways to do that. So even though we are hemorrhaging skilled players right now, they did make a change. So Mike Tomlin said that Mason Rudolph will start unless Kenny Pickett miraculously, even though he came back to practice this week, uh, he, he, in case he miraculously can come back to it. But I think it's going to be Mason Rudolph. But when you talk about what the football, it, it's just so disheartening. I don't know the word for it to see just how bad the Steelers are playing right now. And I'm being positive. So, you know, it's just a little bit embarrassing when you're outscored 30 to zero in the final 44 minutes of the game. And if there isn't a bigger what the football moment than that, yes, I'm, I'm having, I'm having some definite uh, issues with how the, the Steelers are playing, but I'm a diehard Steeler fan, as you know. So once again, Saturday, I'll be watching and praying and hoping, but we do play Cincinnati and let's face it, their backup quarterback, you know, Browning, he is having a season. So, and he's doing his job. I'm not hopeful we will win. I'm not even hopeful to be competitive, but 
we'll see what happens and we can always pray. I think the game that also was a definite what the football had to be the Vegas, the Raiders and the Chargers. So Vegas scored 63 points. We actually at the half, it was 42-0 and we switched to something on Netflix. I'm like, this is boring. So, I mean, the Aiden O'Connell, the backup quarterback right now that they're sticking to, uh, he threw four touchdown passes during the first half. They had six different receivers catch two passes, and I'm not a Raider fan at all, but talk about playing well. And then um, the Chargers did come back for 21 points, but they just weren't going to catch them. They just weren't. So definite uh, Thursday, interesting game. Also, if this, I would really appreciate it if the NFL could look for next year and not do two simultaneous Monday night football games again and not have double games where you can't watch it. It's one thing on Sunday where we've got, you know, the red zone channel, we've got an option to with YouTube TV to look at different games we want to see, but you don't on Monday night. So, and they, and I don't like the picture in picture. Think about those people who don't have, you know, 75 inch uh, TVs. But it's terrible. So we want to be able to watch the game we want to watch. I mean, I guess the only thing that was good was that there was an NFC contest and an AFC contest. And I guess whatever your where your heart is is what you're going to watch. But it's just a bad idea. But to consider this, and this is the last thing I'll say about football this week, you know, as far as what the football. Right now, to be able to watch football, you have to have, first of all, either cable or DirecTV for CBS, NBC, ABC, and ESPN. Then you have to be able to have a, an app to watch YouTube or Prime. And then that's not all. What was the other one that we were talking about? Oh, it'll come to me. There's a seventh one. Was it, it wasn't Paramount Plus. There was one more. What did I get? ABC, NBC, CBS. We got, okay. So we just, we, there's seven different ways that you, oh, NFL Network. So you, you just can't watch football anymore on the network and it's not free. Think of all the things you have to pay for. We still have to pay for DirecTV, and we don't get all the games on there anymore. But if you try to break your contract, it's going to cost you 300 bucks. So there's like, oh, okay, we'll go to YouTube TV. But YouTube TV streaming sucks. I don't care what anybody says. It sucks. And it's it, it's not good. They, they also are terrible with commercials. And the Monday Night Football games have gotten really bad with commercials, especially if you're watching it on ABC versus ESPN, where they come back and say, oh, this is what happened, instead of you actually getting to see what happened during the play. And so hopefully the head of the NFL fixes that because this is just more than frustrating. And I realize that it's about money for you, but it's also should be about a fan experience. Those of us who are having to watch not in stadium. So that's my rant for this week. I appreciate you listening and we hope to have more positive WTF moments going into week 16. So everyone have a great Christmas holiday and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week on Still City Underground, What the Football Podcast. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.